You are listening to Social Bees Radio, where we put the honey in the honey pots. I'm your director, the Rickster, and if you ever wanted to know everything and anything about Web3, crypto, or NFTs, you're in the right place. So fasten your seatbelt, get ready, and let's get started. We're having um, a discussion about DAOs and, and Web3 basics, right? So um, I think it's a, a very pertinent at this time because a, a lot of things happening in the space around Web3 and DAOs. The first thing that we have to mention is um, decentralized autonomous organizations. And it sounds like another tech buzzword because when you come into the blockchain space, you have very new terms that you have to keep staying on top of and understanding. So I think the thing that comes to mind is the concept of autonomy. Because when you talk about autonomous, yeah. it's very hard to think of any organization being autonomous. You know, it almost tends to imply that we're removing the human element of it. But I know that's not actually how the structure that that is around DAOs. So before we get to the um, to the politics behind DAOs, probably you want to introduce what DAOs are, that's decentralized uh, autonomous organizations. Right. So the, the key thing is, this, so in, in the end, that, that interview that I was quoting from, right, um, the, the idea that uh, Vitalik is, is talking about is this, this notion is that, uh, you know, a DAO, which is like... Uh, is an organization. It's a it's a decentralized organization. Okay, uh, not that we don't we don't have decentralized uh, organizations at the moment, but the idea is that um, the governance mechanism, the trust, is encoded, okay, through smart contracts. Okay, so uh, Vitalik went went through a taxonomy in, in, in that discussion and he talked in, in one of his first blogs and he introduced this idea in 2014. But it isn't until recently that uh, these DAOs have been taken off, right? And so DAOs are c- characterized by automation, okay? And that's prominently featured in the center while humans play a supporting role, okay? And in this organization, there is value, there is capital, there's property, and that is used to reward certain kinds of activities. And typically in a DAO, instead of having a very hierarchical structure, uh, you have something relatively flat, okay? And so you have members that participate in, in this collective, in this community, right? And the idea is that the, you know, um, you have this, so instead of it like this hierarchical structure that is managed by a set of humans interacting in person and controlling property via the legal system, okay, a decentralized organization involves a set of humans interacting with each other, but according to a protocol that is specified in code. And the key thing is that this is enforced on the blockchain. Right? So uh, we, will t- we can talk about governance, right? And uh, the role of management and the role of a board, for example, in a, in a typical organization, right? And 
what I would what I would do is is say that look, think about the first corporate structure, right? Um, and this we we would go back say to you know the 17th century when you had the Dutch East India Company, uh, which was an entity which was a corporate structure that uh, had a separate identity from the state, all right? And so that was the first first sort of instance or incarnation of a corporate structure, right? And a modern interpretation of that is something like Apple or Google and what have you, right? So you have a board of directors and you have management and basically the board of directors is looking at strategic issues around governance and the management team or the employees are going around doing the work and managing you know, the work. So the governance says, this is where we want to go. And management says, okay, so this is how we're going to get it done. Right. And so this kind of changes considerably in, in, in a, um, in a DAO. And there's a great interview uh, with uh, Tracheo Petrix, if I pronounce that right, who talks about, you know, a DAO is a decentralized network of autonomous agents coordinating shared resources with cryptographic fidelity. And so this is all enabled by blockchain. And it sort of gives you sort of a, a sense of what a DAO is. And others have characterized this as a, a new species of, of, a, um, of a corporate structure. Does that kind of help answer the question? I, I think that... Yes, I think that kind of helps answer the question, but I, I tend to have a different um, interaction with people every time the conversation for DAOs work. Okay. And usually um, th they'd call the design a bit skeuomorphic in the sense that it's made to resemble traditional corporate, but like in a fancier way or in a more complex way. Now, um, you, I know sorry, that DAOs... Could you just go back? You said in a, in a traditional, sorry, it, it is... In your in interactions with others, it, it's been characterized as? Oh, yeah, it's been characterized to look like it has a very complex design that probably mimics traditional corporate structure. Mm -hmm. It's just now more complex right. on, a, on a larger capacity. Because right. when you talk about um, DAOs, usually the concept of governance comes where we no longer have a central body. Yes. We've decentralized that whole process of governance where everyone has a say yeah. in the particular um, goal for whatever DAO you have. Right. So now the question comes, um, how do you go about governance? How do you go about things like voting? Because I know um, when it comes to creating proposals and the different protocols that are there, right. there are methods to voting. You could vote uh, um, off chain or you could vote on chain. Right. Um, I I think there's also a method of buying tokens and that also determines who gets to vote right. and also the consumption of ideas that mm -hmm. we want to use our DAOs for. Right. So perhaps just to give us on, the, um, make, uh, on just the intricate details of how does that structure work? Because, you know, okay, so, whether we want to... So, so the idea, sorry, and let, let me draw... Okay. Okay, l let me draw on my... Uh, ex little experience uh, with with the with the DAO uh, that was just uh, created uh, last week, which was the, the Social Bees University DAO. Right. Um, so the the community had been uh, the, the members had been 
interacting and have been around for a couple of years, right? So we had been creating content. We had been, um, uh, we had been aiming to bring adoption of blockchain technology in, uh, to others, right? And, and the ethos was about being good stewards of information and putting principles before profits. And so members of this community were working, but they were volunteering their time. And the idea is that what, what the community wants to do is become a leader in community management. So if you go back to Lee Jin's paper and, and talking about how creatives are going to take ownership and co-create content with their communities, this is going to be a prominent feature of the economy, the Web3 economy. And the idea is that creatives will likely want to focus on their art or their project and therefore um, their, their key intellectual property and managing their community is, is a secondary thing, but very important nonetheless, right? And it's like, like somebody starting up a company and want, has an idea, um, how do you take it forward? And once you grow, who's gonna manage all your employees and all of that? And so you might outsource that to say um, an HR company and you outsource your accounting to you know, accountants and bookkeepers and the like. So the idea is that this community who has who have gone through like sort of two years of experience in, in managing communities and the like are now saying that, look, we want to create a formal structure, but we're not creating a corporate structure. Okay. We don't have an address. Um, and we're not, uh, sent in a, we don't belong to any particular country. We're in this whole web three space. We have members that are participating from, um, around the globe. And so how, do, how are we going to organize ourselves? Uh, how do we ensure that we decide which projects we're going to go after? How do we, um, how do we manage? How do we do, manage the operations uh, on, on the day-to-day -day things? Because it's, it's nice to say, okay, you've created a DAO, and so what, right? Uh, where do we move from there? So there are, there are elements of the DAO which refer to this notion of voting that you, that you mentioned and projects. And so you can set up DAOs in, in different ways. Now, the idea is that you might have a situation where you have, might delegate authority to certain people, right? Um, a DAO might be an example of a great democracy in that you have all of these people participating, but the question is, is it really effective? And the reason why you might have things like um, a, a board or in civil society organizations, you might have a trust that is making decisions on behalf of others, right? So that might be reflected in, in notions of tokens, okay? So in a, uh, in a community, you have uh, tokens which may relate to governance, which may relate to ordinary uh, operations per se or membership. So for example, uh, let's say I'm a creative and I, I'm creating some music. And what I want to do is I need some money to go ahead and, and, and create an album. And what, ha what I can do then is I can create a community with my fans, all right? And I create a, um, 
a token that represents that membership. So with my, uh, for participating in, in, in this community, you might buy a non-fungible token, an NFT, which gives you certain rights and privileges. And depending on the nature, you can structure these NFTs to have different, uh, different privileges, right? So if you come in like, let's, let's talk about, you know, things like reward points. If you came in at the bronze level, um, you get certain discounts on my merchandise. If you come in at the civil, silver level, you get uh, first, uh, first chance at, at attending, buying tickets for my concert. And if you come at the, the gold level, uh, you get to have uh, a meeting with me at my next con at my next con concert. Okay, so you could have uh, NFTs that have different privileges and rights. Okay, and the idea is that we, as we participate in in developing my album and promoting my album, you get ownership. So maybe everyone who owns the owns an NFT or as a member of my community, they will get the distribution of the profits on, of the revenue. Uh, but then again, depending on what kind of an NFT you own, you might have other privileges. So this is why uh, the notion of a non-fungible token, an NFT, is, is very critical and very prominent and uh, features prominently in this whole Web3 economy. It's more than just, you know, just a pretty picture, right? Um, we know all of the hype around the apes and, 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 the, and the punks and what have you, but the, NF, the real value of an NFT is that it, it is non-fungible, so there is a unique ID. Arguably, you and I are, are NFTs because we have a, a Hoduma number, we have a social security number that identifies who we are, and we have special traits, and, but we're unique. We can't be replicated. We can't, we're not fungible, right? And so in a Web3 blockchain digital ledger technology space, if I'm the owner of that NFT, then I, I can guarantee that I can't be, I'm not uh, replicating myself or duplicating myself, right? On, on Twitter or Google or whatever, I can go and create a numerable number of, uh, Gmail accounts and Twitter accounts and what have you. It's one person, but it's manifesting as different individuals. But if I have an NFT, there's only one owner of that NFT. And so that kind of guarantees uh, that I am interacting with the owner of that NFT. So coming back to this notion of governance, then what you can do through smart contracts, you can decide how you want to govern this, or this community, this organization, and then what are the benefits of membership, right? And in the case of the Social Bees University, if you are an owner of a bee, then by virtue of ownership, um, you are going to have yielded to you over the next 20 years, some 2.4 million tokens. And why is that, why is that the case? Is that we want, to empower individuals to go out there and uh, empower them to go and create projects. And the way you do that is by empowering the members of the community. Rather than paying some management organization or Facebook or Google or whatever as a third party to come in and do that, the idea with, this, with the Social Bees University DAO is you become a member 
and we will empower you over time and reward you with tokens that you can then yield and then use those funds to go out and, and create uh, projects. You need money. How so, do we get that money into your hands? Is by yielding mm -hmm. that out. Sorry, sorry, sorry yeah, to ahead. interrupt um, on your flow, but um, you've mentioned yeah. about the social bees university. Um, yeah. Perhaps on a practical side of things, of course, there are different types of DAOs and your interest yes. will be triggered based on different things. Like in the morning, I was doing like a, a um, evaluation for the difference between traditional VC firms and asset-based yes. DAOs. And it's been a very yes. interesting dynamic to see what's the difference between um, having your product or your company backed by a traditional VC or an yes. asset-based um, DAO. So on a practical aspect, how can people... Right get on board to these DAOs? Of course, we've talked about knowing how to do your research and where to get yes. your information from, but how does the right. practical bit of jumping on board to a DAO look like? That is whether you want right. to buy NFTs or you want to invest in a particular DAO. And also, I think the second right. question is for people that are thinking of switching careers to work in DAOs mm -hmm. full time. What are the prospects right. looking like when we're moving into Web3? Because I think every other startup says that almost all graduates are asking for jobs to work in a Web3 capacity. Right. So great questions. Um, and so, again, I'm, I'm relatively new to this space, and, and this is something that I want to get into is understanding what, what DAOs are about. I, I come from a background with technology and social governance, but now I want to sort of apply it in this Web3 space. So this is something of particular interest, and, and I, I hope to write and do more research on this. But getting to your question is that um, what, what you will find is that there are a variety of DAOs, as you, as you mentioned, okay? And they have different purposes. So I could even take a family, uh, for example, um, my family, and I which, uh, which I have lots of cousins and uncles and aunts, and create a DAO that is looking at how we manage our assets collectively, right? As, as, and so that's, that's one version of a, of, of a DAO. Another one could happen at, say, even a, a municipal level or in a smart city level where we have the members of the community of a, of a particular city are organized in a way that they get to decide what projects they want to uh, develop and where they should invest their resources and how they should be led. All right. So that that would be an, another another version. OK. And in the case. Of, um, um, so so you do have different kinds of organizations and, and maybe you can create a DAO that is primarily aimed at being sort of a a, a, a go to place that uh, people can come to should they have great ideas and then, then they can get funding from them. All right. So the the first place you need first place that you would go is, is look at uh, probably their white paper or their documentation about who they are and what is their aim, what's their purpose, why, why do they exist, right? Um, and so typically this would be on their space, this would be on, their, on, on a website in the case of the, the, the bees, uh, Social Bees DAO, I just, I just tweeted that recently. Um, so there's documentation on why they exist and, and what their purpose is. The, the part of your research should also include, say, going into, um, into their Discord space. Now, a lot of communities are managing the interaction 
uh, via Twitter, but, but Discord is a prominent uh, venue, a medium in which uh, the community can interact, right? So it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's a mixture of Zoom, Twitters, uh, Skype, and, and then some, right? Um, but it's, it allows you to, it's a server, Discord is a server, and you have an account and, and you can be verified. So once you come in to that Discord server, um, so the, the, the SVU DAO has something called Web3 Global. Again, we're going after Web3 Global projects and community management. So uh, you would become a member of that server of that DAO. And I, I am a member of several DAOs. So you go into that DAO and, and interact with the individuals and you can, there's a history of the communications and the correspondence and the things that they talk about. And from that, you can get a sense of what this DAO is really about, right? Is there participation? Is there activity? You know, somebody could spin up a DAO uh, and create a Discord channel, but, you know, there are so few members and all they're doing is just saying, you know, good morning, good morning, right? Which, which what kind of impression does that leave you with, right? What is the tone? What is the, the nature of the conversations in that uh, Discord server? So that will also give you a sense of what uh, what the DAO is all about, right? Uh, there are DAOs that are created to help empower individuals. So they you know they have courses on on Web three technology. Um, so by participating by by joining a DAO at least at the Discord level, uh, then then you get a sense of what they are about, and then membership in the DAO may actually. Uh, manifest as ownership of, of an NFT. So, for example, with the Social Bees University, if you if you have an NFT, if you buy a, a, a if you part if you if you get a, a bees uh, a bees NFT, that allows you to vote on projects. That gives you the right to propose projects. So, um, so the idea. So, just give me a second, and we have a bit of an emergency here. All right, it's, it's perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, I just have the fire in the kitchen, that's all. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is everything okay? Yeah. I uh, switched everything off, but what do I do? Oh, okay, guys. So I guess uh, our guest has a bit of a home emergency, um, but perhaps to just pick it up from where um, he left off is, of course, there are different interests when it comes to DAOs and doing your research or knowing where to go and do your research is at the forefront of most of these products. And also just understanding um, the community in which you invest in as a DAO. Right. Yeah, so, th so that's that, that, ha that deals with this, this again, this notion of... Everything is okay on your end, though. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we've got it under control. Okay. okay. I'm going to have to deal with this emergency. I'm very sorry about that. But we're at the end of our uh, hour. Yeah, we were actually at the okay. end of our hour, so... Okay, it's under yeah, control. We actually... Thank you. Thank you. It's been a very eventful day. It's been a very eventful day. Um, yeah. Okay. We were actually at the end of our of our space, so probably um, if we could, I think there's a request. We could take that request before we end the space. 
Yeah. So, so the idea is that you know, blockchain technology. Karim. Yes. I think there's a request. So I was request. hoping maybe we could take the request. Yeah. First. Yes, yeah, 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 please. Before. Please you can only you can do it at your end. Uh oh. Um oh. Sorry. Request. There we go. Uh, request to speak. Okay. Yes. Hi, Kim. I've uh, been in listening to your um, space here. And I just yeah. wanted to say, being a newcomer to this and being a bee, that right. place to learn about, you know, the NFTs and the DAOs, um, which was has been really helpful to me to kind of understand what's going on <laughs> and how to, to look at them is the um, judge and jury show. Um, with yes. Tim Judge, who kind of goes over, you know, the NFTs and their Twitter spaces and, you know, their following and are they, you know, a big community, a small community. So I just wanted to throw that in there that that has been really helpful to me on the social TV, the uh, Judge and Jury show with Tim Judge. Yeah, thank you very much, Kim. That's for so um, it, this, this also relates to the, the, the previous point that I was talking about in doing your own research. It, for example, um, one of the, the other products that the, the social bees have done is they've, they've generated some, something over 600 hours of content, right? Um, so that is also a reflection of what the, the, the DAO is all about. And so that is another indication uh, that uh, that gives you a sense of is this a DAO that I want to belong to? So, you know, we we talk about the social bees being a sort of a, a we've used this this metaphor of a of a university, and and the idea is that um, we're about education, right? And we want to be good stewards of information. We want to bring adoption to, into the space. Um, and we're putting our principles before profits. So that's that's the sort of the the social bees take on all of this. Yeah, thank you so much, Kareem. Um, unless you do have a question, I think for me, my parting shot or the reason why we actually settled on starting this Twitter Spaces is when it comes to like the African context, there's very little information about DAOs or even launch of DAOs here in this space. I think Web3 is, is on its earliest um, advent here. And I think probably um, we're seeing big tech giants move into the space, but also, again, these are platforms on Web2. So unless they're looking to move towards Web3, so far, I think the only place where I have seen some level of blockchain educational material has been um, at the tech lab in Strathmore University. I, I think I haven't really interacted with others. And also on the Twitter space, um, it's also very important to find spaces that allow you to learn and elaborately learn also, because we have a habit of tweeting catchphrases and buying followers, and then the catchphrases are apparently supposed to um, factor in as proper research. So I, I think I'm looking forward to hosting more of these spaces um, and also on different topics when it comes to Web3, blockchain, and basically FinTech in general. 
Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Unless we have a question to the audience, I think we shall be ending our space. Yeah, before before we end, I just want to uh, I want to I want to shout out to Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy is doing some really interesting work. So we talk about uh, Web three in the African context. Uh, Jimmy is doing some really interesting interesting work with uh, Max Impact, and he's looking at solutions for uh, water. Okay, um, affordable water. Uh, and he's using all of these technologies around NFT, Web3, uh, blockchain technology and the like. So I would recommend that we go check him out uh, and, and, uh, and hopefully in the future we have him come up on the space and talk about some of the work that he's doing. He's, doing, he's collaborating with the Rotary. He's doing some work in Melindi to bring drinkable water. You know, it has great implications because we find... Uh, young girls going to spending most of their time going out to get water. So if we can make drinkable water affordable and easy to get, uh, that can make a huge difference in the quality of lives of individuals. And then he's tying that to the environment and animals and marine life and you name it. So he's doing some really great work. Um, we should go check him out. You know, we can, we can, I, I would hope that in, in, in future spaces we can talk about the application of Web3 and governance and DAOs in, in the context of SACOs, in savings and loans, in insurance to help farmers. I think there are all kinds of opportunities. And so um, hopefully in, 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 uh, in the sessions that we, in the sessions to follow, we can then look at how we might apply this. And there, there are folks uh, in Nigeria and South Africa, uh, East Africa, doing some some great work, and uh, hopefully we can uh, we can apply this and and learn from them also. That's uh, definitely. I don't know if Jimmy wants to say something in in, in under sixty seconds. <laughs> Now that Karim has given him a shout out, I am, that would be very interesting. I, I haven't met um, work that's under Web2 in environmental conservation. So that's definitely something we want to check out. I don't know if Jimmy is open to say something, but if he's, if he's he not, is, we'll probably yes. have to do that. Yeah, he's a, he's a speaker. Yes. Uh, please, uh, Jimmy, you want to say a few words? Hello, Crypto Simba and FinTech in Africa. Um, thank you so much for the kind words. That, that really won my heart. Thank you so much. Um, I am technically in a Zoom call right now, so I'm supposed to get back to that. But uh, I really appreciate it. And, and what you guys put together today on the tail end, I really appreciate you tagging me in this post so I could find out about this. Um, I do really believe that these technologies can change the world for the better in such a huge way. You know, NFTs, for example, are changing the dynamics for, for giving, right? Because, um, yeah, that's my Zoom call. I got to get back to it. Uh, but, and, and, uh, and I feel like, yeah, Rotary is a, is a great partner of ours. But I feel like, you know, DAOs can be the future of, um, of these types of organizations, right? Philanthropic organizations where people actually get to vote exactly where the funds go. I think that a, a multi-token uh, approach is good to have like a proposal token and a voting token on those proposals. Um, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much, guys. I'd love to participate in a future space. So uh, let's let's stay in touch, Crypto Simba and, and FinTech in Africa. And, and again, thank you so much for the kind words. Much love. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Social Bees Radio, where we put the honey in the honey pots. 
Make sure to check out our next episode of Social Bees Radio. Till then, signing off. <laughs>